0: A very Bear. sweaty, intertwined flesh noodle date.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not well, that. What was that? This is Quid Pro Role, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world.
2: In the last episode of QBR, we left off viewing the scene in Marine, where Charles Barnes challenged the Knight Commander of Alaria to a wrestling match for the kids, Boat and Solinar versus Leandrus and Ainei. Who will win? Who will fall? The rest of the gang either watched on or were too distracted painting horses to see. Now, back to the plot.
1: We enter the scene with Boat and Leandros on opposite sides of the ring, corner to corner, as it was described to me. Um, on the other end of the ring is going to be Solinar and Ainine, staring each other down. Boat, we go to you.
0: Um, when, after the uh, heroic and masculine collision of forces between Leandros and Boat, and we were both blown back, Did I land prone or am I like, or did I do a cool like Spider-Man landing like where I'm crouched with my hand down
3: on the ground?
1: Because the two of you both critted, I'm going to say you both landed in like superhero poses.
3: Okay. So it's like, it's like a Dragon Ball Z situation where you both like hit so hard that like all the energy and sparks flew. People got blown back from the ring and when they turned back, you're both just standing there still with like energy power around you.
1: Yes.
0: If yes. if Boat had hair, it would go blonde at this point.
1: We need um, to, like, have a canon, like, this is how much hair Boat has. Because we keep going from he has some hair to he's somewhat balding to he has no hair. I need y- consistency.
0: I'll show you a picture of the person I based him on.
1: Wonderful.
3: Some hair and somewhat balding are not mutually exclusive.
1: There's There's a difference between right. somewhat balding, which is you predominantly have hair. It depends on the angle you
3: look at the boat from.
1: Is the hair waxing or waning? Anyway,
3: you better not wax
1: boat's hair.
0: Boat's gonna uh, from his crouched sort of like Spider-Man pose position with his left hand out on the uh, like splayed on the on the mat and his right hand his right arm extended behind him pointing out toward the audience. He's going to it, like explosively burst forward in a run. To head toward Leandros, and then he's going to do uh, like a double drop kick on him.
1: All right. I will have you roll, my dear.
0: Uh, is this like
1: athletics or what? Um, yeah, I think athletics is probably the wisest roll for this. Fifteen. Yep, that's going to be a hit. Awesome. You're going to knock him into the ropes. The The ropes, however, are going to force him back and then fire towards you. Uh, and he's going to roll for a haymaker. OK. OK. Um, <laughs> Roll dexterity saving throw. Six. Yeah, you go down, my friend.
0: Um, okay, so he hits me with a haymaker and I and guess then, I, I, I do. I fall back on my back.
1: Yeah, you're going to fall prone and he's going to go for the pin. Okay. He critted
3: on the pin. What kind of dice are you using, Alex?
1: Uh, dice I got from Alpha Comics and Games.
3: Thank you. That was well done. What was Thank like? You. What was he rolling,
0: though, for that pin? Like what kind of check was he rolling for that?
1: Uh, it was going to be a strength check. OK. Pins are always opposed strength in the dumb wrestling rules we made up for this.
0: Mm hmm. Well, here's what happens. Um, Leandros uh, gets on top of boat, puts it like lays on top of him, puts his shoulders down.
1: Brandon, Brandon, there is there's, there's a phrasing issue here. That, I mean, Leandros that's what you have to do. It's name. not a pin
0: if your shoulders aren't down. He pins his shoulders down. Boat, uh, you know, for the for the one count. He he tries to raise an arm. It doesn't go. He like Leandros keeps the shoulders pinned down to the ground. You can see Boat sort of struggling, trying to get out of the grip. And finally, just as uh, the last count, the the three count is about to happen. Boat just sort of surrenders to his fate.
1: So quick quick question for me. Yeah. When one person goes down, does Mm -hmm. that mean that the fight is over for everybody?
0: Yeah, because it's a tag team match. They work as a unit. Got it. However, so. however, <laughs> there is nothing to say that we can't continue the action after the match proper is over because now it's not a match, so it's just a brawl, and there could be some actual like chair shots and stuff like that, and nobody's going to get DQ'd.
1: Fair. Do you hear Got me, Solinar?
4: It. Do you hear me? <laughs> yeah, no, Solinar not feeling real good about his odds outside the ring right now. <laughs>
1: Aenine is just staring Solinar down as she looks over at Leandros and Boat and then looks back at Solinar. Do you concede?
4: hand handsprings to his feet. Like he does kind of like a lean back and push off and lands on his feet and lands in like a combat ready pose. And he's like, well, now where's the fun in that?
1: I, I really don't want to hurt you.
4: It's okay. I've got a party healer. I can get hurt a little bit. <laughs> just don't, just don't kill me.
1: I I don't intend to. Is there really a point to this after they've resolved their whatever that is?
4: Um, as, as, as they've resolved their whatever that is, Solinar is going to advance and go for a gut strike.
1: Oh dear. Oh Yeah! It's All right, a you can. Brawl so, now. just so you know, the crowd is going bananas. Uh, uh, so everybody's kind of losing their minds. Kosa's getting jostled around with how how riotous the crowd is becoming.
4: I'm oh. assuming that the um, the count that happened before, since there's currently no ref at this match, it was, was just like the crowd at the top of their lungs.
1: I mean, yes, but it was Lila. Remember, she okay. got to ring the bell.
4: Oh, she did get to ring the
1: bell. So in her Uh, mind, she's the one who does all the yelling.
4: I have I have a 12 for gut shotting the uh, night commander, which I'm assuming is probably not good enough.
1: It is not good enough. Uh, In fact, I want you to roll a deck saving throw.
4: Oh, God. Nat 20, baby.
1: She crit failed. (laughs) So that was that was interesting.
4: So what was she going to do?
1: These dice are the dice of feast and famine is what these are. What was uh, she
4: going to do? Because it sounds like I do a reversal on whatever that make was. her make her break her hand. Now, uh, <laughs> Bo-
1: J- Brand- I don't know if it's Brandon wants blood or boat wants blood, but he wants <laughs> someone to come out of this injured. It's probably both. What Let's I what I real. didn't tell
0: you all was this is actually a first blood match. Like I was expecting this to be like a <laughs> <or> red heart. <laughs>
1: So as you were as you were going for the gut shot, she was going to try and sidestep and back fist you.
4: Okay, so I think what happens since she crit failed and I crit succeeded.
1: I was going to have her like you were going to duck and she was going to Looney Tunes spin around.
4: (laughs) My thought was a little a little more martial than that, where she goes to back fist me. Uh, I go under her arm and then grab it while she's still in motion and just flip her over my shoulder.
1: I will accept that, given the disparity of. A, yeah. But, so Solinar is going to heave Inine over his shoulder and she is going to. Her back is going to hit the ground with a very satisfying thunk. She looks a little bit winded and incredibly surprised. Um, sees Solinar, this and
4: goes, drop the leg. Well, hold on. Crossbody is probably the move that Solanar is going to go with. And oh, wait, no, that's a standing move. Um, no, know, on a frog Solinar's splash. Gonna go frog splash. Solanar's going to go for a, a moonsault. You're salt.
1: not in the fight anymore, boat. I think, I'm just telling I think him what it's salt called. think is
4: more. Yeah, well, there's there's frog splash and then there's moonsault. And I think moonsault's the one that Solanar is going to go Why for. Why do these
1: all have like either ridiculous or very lovely yeah. names?
0: I'll tell you, moonsault's going to be more dangerous. I, I have
4: I have full faith in Solinar's acrobatic ability, so he's going to. Um, he's not even going to jump onto the ropes. He's going to. Well, she's winded for just that moment. He's going to take the opportunity to scramble up the first two ropes, and then he's going to try to moonsault off the second rope and onto Einine's chest.
1: anybody want to fill me in on what moonsaulting is? It sounds oh, like a, a dream. is a
0: It's a backwards 360 rotation, so you stand facing away from your target, leap backwards, flip over, and land uh, like front first on them.
1: That sounds unpleasant for all involved.
4: Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, it's a a wrestling move. It's Mm -hmm. not supposed to be comfortable. I'm not saying
1: it's unpleasant for your opponent. I'm saying it also sounds like it would hurt you.
4: It probably hurt a little bit. Yeah, it's a
1: wrestling move. Yeah none of but them are safe
4: i was gonna say like it's not it's, safety it's, is their number two priority
1: <laughs> it's their number <laughs> seven priority
4: if you're letting me do acrobatics for that i got a 16 if you're making me do something else it's less than that
1: um i'm making you do acrobatics however i'm gonna need you to roll a second deck save
4: okay 20 non-nat
1: non-nat mm-hmm. fantastic so that is not gonna pass Oh, Lord. (laughs) So what is going to happen is you are going to do this jump 360 backflip sun pepper attack. And Ainina is going to reach out a single arm from her prone position and just stop you at the stomach in the air.
4: Gotta roll a quick con save here.
1: Please don't throw up on my ASMR. (laughs)
4: Uh, No, I was trying to determine exactly how winded Solanar gets from this. And given that I rolled a two and my con saves a plus zero, I'm going to say Solanar gets all the wind knocked out of him to the point where he is seeing stars.
1: She is going to kind of gently put him aside and get up. You can hear her kind of like take a deep inhale because she got pretty knocked when she got down. Okay. I will give you a moment to breathe and get back up.
4: I appreciate that. Oh, man. Oh, that was uncomfortable. All right, let's do this. And Solonar gets back on his feet.
1: Is there really much of a point to this? I have things Uh to do.
4: Solinar Solinar puts puts his arms out in kind of like a grandstanding motion. and He puffs his chest out a little bit and he looks around at the audience and he's like, I don't know. People of Marine, do you think there's a point to doing
1: this? Uh, roll charisma performance.
3: Here it is. The best performance roll he's ever rolled right here. Nine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Koza, how uh, yes. impressed would you be by a nine? Uh. Um,
3: I feel like it's at advantage. There's like people throwing chairs and stuff. There's
1: no one that's thrown a chair.
4: We did. We
3: did. Yeah, say they that
4: threw the, two chairs. Well, one chair twice. Yeah, you said the crowd was all worked up. We did say that the audience was buck wild. I don't. I don't know if that gives me pluses or anything.
1: I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you advantage.
4: Yes.
1: Uh, please roll a one. Please roll a one. Eight. Oh. So, Koza, how impressed are you by a nine? <laughs> I I don't think the crowd
2: is... I, I don't think they're going to want... They don't, I don't think they want more.
1: Chapman, what? were you whispering or did your mic cut out?
2: Um, they've been talking too <laughs>
1: quiet. You were way too quiet. I need you to understand <laughs> that you're essentially sitting the equivalent of three feet away from me, not, like, maybe whispering into my ear.
3: Maybe. That was the reaction of the crowd. It was just way too quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so you say that, and the crowd's like...
1: <laughs> There's just soft, gentle murmuring. It's beautiful. It's, it's... it kind of looks around. If you lie down, we can do the count and be over.
4: Well, that's not, that's not very sporting of anyone involved.
1: So you want to keep going?
4: Of course I want to keep going.
1: Absolutely. I'm going to need you to roll a dexterity saving throw.
4: A seven. I'm changing out this D20.
1: (laughs) All right. So she got a 16. So she is going to crouch down and leap forward, grabbing around your waist in the most violent of glomps Uh and taking you down to the ground.
4: All right. So Solanar is prone
1: Yes, he is absolutely prone.
4: But she hasn't, it doesn't sound like she's pinned him just yet.
1: I mean, she's about to go for it, so if you have some kind of reaction, do it now.
4: I think Solinar is just going to try to escape the hold, which sounds like opposed strength to me.
1: It does indeed. 15? 18.
4: Oh, God. So
1: she's going to go for the pin now. One more opposed strength. <laughs> no. What'd On you get? On a
4: four? I yeah. I don't think so.
1: Nope. Solanar goes down for the count. You could have yielded.
4: It's more entertaining this way.
1: For which one of us?
4: For neither of us. For the audience.
1: Mm. She, re- she offers you a hand to help you get back up.
4: Uh, Solinar accepts the hand, and then as soon as he's standing, he shakes it in a like good game sort of manner. Yeah. And he's like, that was an exceptional match. You're, you're much better at wrestling than I would have given you credit for.
1: I am not sure if I like that this is a talent of mine. So as Aineine walks over to Leandros, who is now raising his arms in victory, he's got Boat's hand in his and is, like, raising it up, the two of them in united victory for the charities of the money that they've raised. Um, Leandros is, is pushing the crowd with, What about...
0: Uh, boat start what,
3: ab- what about what
1: <laughs> Boat starts
0: clapping uh, and he like gestures towards Leandros and he tries to just sort of whip up the crowd to applaud more for him and then boat sticks out his hand uh, offering it uh, to shake Leandros's hand in sort of a good cheer
1: Leandros would take it uh, heartily uh, boat I want you to roll performance
0: okay 12.
1: Twelve. All right. The crowd gets, the crowd gets, is, is, is polite and, and positive, but not exactly wild and insane.
0: Uh, Boat starts, uh, he starts, uh, shouting about, it's like, where's the, where's those hats? How much, how much money did we raise for the, for the kids and the charities during this match? I,
1: I like how the charities are for the, the kids. No explanation. <laughs> no, we're just gonna hand this money out to random children and let the them control the economy from here on out. Yeah, it's for
0: the kids. It's for it's for Orphan Chow.
1: Or yes, Orphan Chow. This will buy several pounds of of gruel. This will fill
0: their this will fill their orphan feed bags for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <Lord.
1: laughs> uh, so Koza, the hat is going to come around to So you. how much money did we raise? The the hats are still going around, chill. And some of that will depend on Koza and how much money he wants to put in the hat.
2: Uh how much money do I have is an interesting question. Um, Sounds like a you well, problem.
4: Well, not enough to pay the exorbitant stall price.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, also, what's an appropriate amount of money to donate in this world?
1: Hey, you know who also wouldn't know that? Kosa. Any
3: American when it comes to tipping. Oh, Whoa. Ouch. <laughs> what's an appropriate amount of money in this world? Hey, man, tipping is
0: dependent on quality of service. Thank you very much.
1: I'm going to tell you right now, I know that this is you doing a boat bit, but you will find no less sympathetic group of people to the idea that quality of service dictates tip.
0: Hey, why should if I get crappy service, why should I give somebody (laughs) extra money? They should be able to lift themselves up by their bootstraps if they need to.
1: I need everyone (laughs) listening right now to know that this is a bit because I do not want the righteous anger of the food service community to come down on this podcast.
4: Well, I also, I know from personal experience that Brandon tips and he tips well.
1: I think all of us have uh, at some point worked in some variety of food service, though. So all of us are kind of like... Yeah, no, here, you deserve this.
3: Yeah, now, uh, everybody, here's the time where you get into that Discord and you guess which role in food service did each of us work in.
1: (laughs) I'm actually very interested. I'm I'm wondering how many people would get it right. Some of us have had multiple roles in food service.
4: Oh, I only have one. There's your hint.
1: Yeah, I I think I've only had one.
4: I had two. But if you guess one correctly, you still get the same amount of points.
3: No points. (laughs) Zero (laughs)
1: points. Welcome welcome to the Discord Discord guessing game where the dumb jokes are still stupid and the points don't really go to anything.
3: Speaking of zero points, there's a panel of judges. Who are those panel of judges holding up cards for the for the scores for the wrestlers?
1: There there isn't. There would be there is no panel. This isn't an Olympic. This this, this isn't an Olympic. Figure skating, man. We
0: weren't getting judged on <laughs> technique.
4: I mean it, it's, it felt very technique heavy. It's like a. I think Alon's trying to propose that it's like a fan thing that like fans bring their own j- judging scorecards when they come. The to The fan judgment Natchez will be the money that
0: Koza finds in that hat.
1: Hey, uh, Koza, how much money do you put in that hat?
2: Okay, so I feel like I'd at least have a general idea of how far gold goes in Alaria.
3: Just remember, just remember, one an, a decent hotel room costs an ex- like uh, <laughs> the amount of a small house. <laughs> And, and two if you put that was an ocean li- var if you put too little in there everyone will know will be recorded on the podcast forever
1: in <laughs> fairness in fairness that was an ocean var not a laria that's i just love country. that
3: alex has saddled you with this burden
2: <laughs> if only if only there had been hints as to what the uh value of things in this economy were instead of arbitrary gold amounts
1: the yeah the problem with me as a dm is i am consistent with everything lore wise except the value of money that is the least consistent thing now this being said i'm also uh working really hard to make it more consistent as we go forward in this game so uh use your best guess and you'll probably be right
4: I know what the problem is. When the chromatic dragons took over, they outlawed economists. And so all of the economists were purged from the land. Uh, No one understands the value of anything. It's been hundreds of years since people had a regular idea of what trade should look like.
2: Can I roll perception to see how much gold other people have been putting in the hat? No. No wow
1: (laughs) like yes you absolutely can but i don't want to but yes i just want to watch you twist in the wind Uh, that was uh, the hardest
2: veto i've ever heard (laughs) (laughs) That's gonna be an unnatural 20.
1: an unnatural 20. it looks like because most of the people around here seem to be comfortable peasantry most people are donating like 50 copper to a silver at a time and it seems like that's given that a couple of people have like kind of silently done the woof sound uh, while they put money in it seems like that's a pretty generous and reasonable donation
3: the woof sound Uh, slowing yeah Yeah. every every time you throw coins in a hat do you not go woof
0: (laughs) I was thinking like like, the Arsenio Hall noise
1: no it's it's like you've seen like bills or something they're higher than you thought so you do the woof kind of sound All right.
4: just just so like some s-
0: some middle-aged sweaty manager <laughs> like with a short sleeve button-up shirt and a tie that's tied too tight just like having that flop sweat on his forehead <laughs> as he puts money in
1: the hat
3: <laughs> yes you nailed it
1: perfect
4: just, just backing up for a second are we on a base 100 system in virion
1: uh yes OK, uh, technically, no, we're we're on a base 10, <laughs> but I keep forgetting that. Uh, yes, so like, technically, no, you're like
4: 50. You're like 50 copper to one silver. And I'm like, well, that's backwards numbers.
1: <laughs> um, no, it's supposed to be five copper to one silver. I keep forgetting that we're on base 10 because I, mean, I I've historically used base 100. But no, it is supposed to be base 10.
4: Okay, because I was like, I was like, if you want Varian to be base one hundred, I'm fine with that. I just need this to know. This is the
3: most math anyone has ever done for a tip.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, because it's, so, it's got like a full abacus out.
1: Allow me to be very, very clear for you guys. Uh, Varian is supposed to be, especially the Ilarian economy, is supposed to be on a base ten system with silver, gold, and copper in a very traditional sense alex is very bad at remembering she's on a base 10 system and the value of fantasy money which is why things have been wildly inconsistent and insane i want to be very clear that i'm working on getting better with that but that is a failing of me as a dm
0: no really it's part of your world building because there's no like global like currency regulating system in variant
1: dynamic
2: economy
0: yeah so everybody just sort of sets their own valuations
2: what is money other than something that we imagine has value anymore? Money
0: and debt only exist because we've all silently agreed that they do.
1: Okay. So chill out and Coza, figure out your tip. Five copper to a silver is about average.
2: <laughs> Coca drops in three silver. Coca? Coza. <laughs> Alright. You
1: talked
3: you said your dog's name. I did? <laughs> oh, yes. gosh. <laughs> It's good because, so how much do you drop in now that your dog is tipped? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, subtract that money from your inventory. Um, you're going to pass the hat over to Rain, who's going to put a small pouch in the be- in the hat and hand it off.
0: Oh, they're going to make it rain in that hat.
1: So the hats come over, come back to boat and are, are pa- ultimately passed back. And they've made roughly about 50 to 60 gold. But it looks like the vast majority of that was like three donations. Mm -hmm. Everybody chipped in a little, but there were a couple people who were pretty heavy handed about it.
4: Out of curiosity, um, did Johannes get to see any of the match or does he arrive too late? He's going to arrive about
0: now. No. All right. So Boat's looking at the at the hat and the money in the hat. And uh, he's counting it out, and he's like, "Everybody, it looks like we've raised about sixty gold for the orphans." And I just wanna, I just wanna thank my opponents for participating in this match. They were both fantastic. And you all, we didn't tell you this at the beginning, but I want to let you know right now that they've agreed to use the royal treasury to match the contributions that we got. So let's give, let's give them a big round of applause Whoa-hoo! for that.
1: Aynene looks over at you, and she goes. Very quietly, so only you and her and Solonar and Leandris can hear her. You know we don't have that authority, correct?
0: It's for the kids. You'll find a way.
1: <laughs> she immediately starts looking at you very suspiciously. And I give her the hat. She she takes it, but she's looking incredibly suspiciously at you.
0: Okay. Hi, can I, let me roll charisma. I want to wink at her and smile.
1: Go right ahead.
0: 19. Nope. <laughs> She's, she's made of stone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's, uh, she just kind of still looks at you, hands the hat to Leandros and walks off the, walks off of the stage towards Rain. And like, she hops down and walks over to where Rain and Koza are. Rain kind of looks over at Koza. So that's what your friends and you travel to do. Yes.
2: I don't, I don't know what this is.
1: I don't know if I do either. Come, there's more festival. Would you like to keep going?
2: Where should we head next?
1: That's entirely up to you. Or would you rather rejoin your friends?
2: Remind me what's going on in the festival again.
1: So the festival has like food stalls, and there's maypole and dancing, and there's going to be a joust later, uh, which is you you have Johannes jingly jangling up to you in in all his armor and whatnot. Jingle jangle, Christmas in May.
2: I think for now, I'll follow my party. I don't know if they're called parties in world or not.
1: You you can call your group, whatever it is you want to call
3: them. We're a party. We've been partying since yesterday.
1: Alita walks up to the group, uh, her and Cole both have, like, a snack in each hand. Alita's hair is, like, all- her short hair is woven with all these flowers, and she's wearing, like, actual, like, festival clothing instead of her normal armor, and she's kind of like, oh, that was we wrestled again?
4: Yeah, we raised a bunch of money for kids.
1: Oh god, Solinar, did, did you guys, uh, so you guys threw it to make them look better, right?
4: Uh... With a 17 deception, Solonar's like, well, that was the plan from the beginning.
1: That actually will fool Alita. So... I'm very impressed with you guys. That was incredibly humble and kind.
4: Well, you know, Boat and I. Pretty, pretty humble and kind individuals. In fact... Uh, some would go so far as to say we're the most humble.
1: Uh, would you like a potato? Uh, What? She hands you, like, a baked potato wrapped in cloth and steaming.
4: Oh, this is magnificent, but I need to drink water first.
1: Okay, Koza, would you like the potato? Uh, sure, I'll have
2: this potato.
1: She hands you a potato and continues eating... Uh, it seems to be some kind of bread cone filled with cheese and sauce.
2: How's the potato taste?
1: It is delightful. Uh, it looks like the inside was filled with butter, salt and pepper. This potato is, is very good. Thank I got you. it from I got it from a stall over there. Um, I don't know, but I think it's run by some kind of crazy man in a cape. He seemed very avoidant of the sun
4: just in the distance you hear come and get your potatoes P- delicious baked potatoes
1: I think honestly I'm going to go check out some of the dancing maybe the joust and then I'm going to be done for the day I'm kind of beat
2: I was thinking of just following you all for the rest of the day I've seen okay. quite a lot
1: okay um, Solinar, what are you going to be doing
4: Um, well, once I get once I get some water, maybe eat a little something and then I should probably rinse off like between being uh, physically thrown to the ground uh, roughly a half dozen times and then being pinned to the ground and all the sweat and whatnot. I'm pretty dirty, so I should I should clean up.
1: Rain gives Ainine a significant look, which Ainine pointedly ignores. Uh, so uh, I, I Hane's, uh, Iana is Good God, let me reference a very old campaign. Um uh, is going to turn over to Johannes. Are you Wait. still going to be in the joust? Wait, do you
3: just name all your characters a very similar name, just campaign to campaign? You're like Iinye, Ianya, Enye. No, get to Enya.
1: No, <laughs> no. Iinye was a character that I originally created when I was like thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a very old throwback character Ayane is a character from a modern era campaign who is like actually like a Japanese woman and so I'm
3: hearing yes no hearing.
1: it's not it's just a th- those two characters with similar names happened to mix in a third name character with a similar name you need to remember that I have f- bazillions of NPCs some of the names are going to get mixed up for me
3: so jousting. Yeah, I, I imagine they get mixed up when they're the exact same name with one <laughs> letter difference.
1: The, the real trouble
4: is that uh, all three of them are triplets. So you have no idea what a nightmare it was calling them to like breakfast. Oh, my God. Aine, Ayane, Ione,
1: you all get your asses down here for breakfast.
4: You guys Aine's. are aware that
1: Tolkien Tolkien did the same stuff, guys. That doesn't make it
3: not hilarious. I i laugh at Tolkien all the time. <laughs> I'm always like, "Look at those hairy-footed hobbits." That's <laughs> Hilarious! It's so much hair on their feet. <sighs> so if I if if I could employ you, party, since that's what we've decided you're called here locally, colloquially.
1: Are you okay, Johannes?
3: I need an artist. I need somebody to help me paint over the flayed man that I painted on, on, uh, Snuffles.
1: You painted a flayed man on Snuffles?
3: Yeah, Snuffles wanted it. That's part of her heraldry.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Uh, Koza? What?
2: I I don't know. Why are you looking at me for this?
1: I guess we just sort of, of the group, you seem like the most likely one to know how to paint.
4: What
2: would painting under
4: chapman is now checking his character sheet
2: for knowledge painting (laughs) i don't see knowledge painting on my character (laughs) sheet
1: that's because that's not
2: (laughs) uh i can draw but i'm not a i'm not a very good painter
1: what is what is painting but wet drawing wow
3: Very existential.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's so deep, brah.
1: Wet, wet drawing. Kozar, you gonna go with Johannes to help him paint, or are you gonna stay where you are?
2: Um, I'll follow Johannes.
1: Johannes, you are gonna go. Are you gonna go back to Snuffles? Well, yeah, I gotta get. We've gotta be ready for the joust. Uh, Solinar, you're gonna go get water and whatnot. Yes.
4: Yes, Solinar is gonna. return to their quarters briefly like the party's quarters mm-hmm. and take a quick sh- uh, rinse off I guess you can't really do a shower right like they don't have
1: no you can plumbing, shower plumbing
4: oh they have plumbing plumbing
1: yeah they have plumbing
4: they, so have, they have
1: magic they can even if they don't have traditional plumbing there's literally a spell that lets you like pull water out of the air you don't think that this very magical society has figured out some way to make like bathing less unpleasant. They
3: have plumbing, plumbing.
4: They have plumbing for their plumbing. Mm-hmm. Um, Solinar's going to take a shower because that sounds decadent.
1: Yep. All right. Shower. Now, in fairness, I don't know how hot the water will be, but...
4: I mean, it's going to be as hot as the bucket of water that he was planning on pouring over himself.
1: Fair and reasonable. Uh, Rain and Inine are going to go off with each other. Um, they look like they are having some kind of deep conversation. Leandros is awkwardly standing uh, with Gravy Boat and their interaction will be uh, relegated to whenever Brandon's internet is not dying. Uh, so we're going to go with Johannes and Koza back to Snuffles and the preparations for the joust. So as you can see, Koza,
3: the uh, Snuffles really wanted to have uh, the um, Flayed Man on this side. And I, I think it was a... like. Jackalope unicorn thing on this side. That's what Snuffles decided. How how? E- existentially.
2: Why a flayed man?
3: You're gonna have to ask Snuffles. I mean, I think it's you know it's just part of her brand.
1: Okay. Snuffles kind of okay. paws at the ground and whinnies. Oh. Excited for her murder tattoos. Yeah, don't make don't make her flay you. <laughs>
2: I gotta get the art right. As I said, I, I'm I'm not that good at painting, but um, I'll do my best. What do I need to roll to paint?
1: Um, I will have you roll a dexterity.
2: That's going to be a ten.
1: You actually are going to be able to pa- paint a passable uh horse tattoo. I love it when
3: Alex does the actually. <laughs> no one expected you to. It really. <laughs>
1: Basically, what ends up happening right now is that every time Koza tra- like we're basically going through Koza trying new things and trying to find out where his talents lie. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm happy to report that he has a passable, he has a passable painting skill.: Okay. Because we know we wanted archery to be his thing, and that didn't work out quite as well, because Koza's the kind of person that if he doesn't succeed at something the first time he tries it, he never picks it up again uh mood
3: Big he's mood. holding he's holding the bow right now i can't believe you're <laughs> you're already giving him no chance and he's sitting there like i want to put in the work i want to i want to do it and you're like ah well you know koza's is the kind of person who just never succeeds <laughs>
1: <laughs> koza's a failure at everything <laughs> yikes harsh poor koza uh, so you are going you are going to be standing with Leandros. Ainine has left and Solinar both left the field. Uh, but it's you and Leandros right now.
4: Uh, Solinar said that he was going to go take a shower for your context. Are we
0: in the ring?
1: Uh, currently, yes. The, the crowd is dispersing, but you two are still standing there.
0: Uh, so, yeah, so I, I stick my hand out and shake his hand and put my other arm up on his uh, like bicep. Like, hey, man, that was really good. Thanks for obliging us on that whole situation.
1: Happy to do so. Anything to benefit the citizens of Marine.
0: Yeah, everybody, I'm sure, will be really happy that we'd raised all that money for the kids. It's like, it's really good. Uh, So, hey, man, did you want to go swing over and grab a drink to just sort of like decompress for a little bit?
1: Of course, a libation would be most welcome.
0: Fantastic. Maybe you could tell me about your workout routine and stuff like that. I'm really interested.
1: I'd be happy to share it with you. Are you looking to bulk up? Uh,
0: maybe a little bit, but mostly I'm, I, I need to tone a little bit. Uh, you know, it's been a while since I had, uh, you know, did full time ring work. So uh, I just need to get myself back into prime shape.
1: Toning would be best to talk about with Lord Breland and Lord Argent. Despite their, st- their size, they are quite muscled. Well, you know,
0: bulking up would be pretty good, too. Uh, I'd really love to talk to you about that.
1: Of course! Allow us to go! I know just the place!
0: Fantastic. Lead the way, friend. Lead the way. And Boat just sort of, like, taps Leandros' bicep a couple times with the arm that he had up there.
1: So, they're going to head off to the bar. Uh, it is now going to be time for the joust to get start getting underway. Um, Johannes' name is called uh, for registration. Oh, that's me! Um, the very kind of exhausted looking older woman that seems to be in charge of the registry. Hello. Welcome to the Marine Registry. Are you here for the drills?
3: Oh my gosh, you must be you must be preescient. Yes, I am. All right.
1: Name and family.
3: Johannes of the Fogas.
1: Olgers, you haven't participated in a joust in 13 years.
3: Oh my gosh, has it really been that long? I, I, I mean, I trust you. You seem to be somebody who would be very knowledgeable on these things.
1: <laughs> Alright. You're going to be given the green banner and she hands you a large flag. You can attach this to the rump of your horse. We will call you when your joust is here. Oh, thank you. And what,
3: pray tell us your name? Meredith. Meredith, the exalted uh, planner of the joust and knower of all things jousting history. It's gl-
1: actually Meredith Johnson. But thank you. I'm
3: glad that we got to have this interaction. And thank you for reminding me of the time I failed miserably 13 years ago in the joust. This is a
1: time for me to grow stronger via the green flag. That's nice, dear. So she kind of waves you off. You see uh, two of the knights are prepping their own horses as well as one or two uh, people prepping that you have not met.
2: Hmm
3: seems like there's a lot of preppers out here
1: they're just kind of like getting their horses armored up and set up they're testing their I was about to be like what are those jousting sticks called and then I remember the word for lance
3: oh I thought they were just called jousting sticks
1: uh, I believe they're supposed to be lances
3: okay,
4: okay. N- knights prepare your jousting sticks
1: <laughs> I mean <laughs> I, we've
3: got lance in our pants now that's so dumb Oh my god. (laughs) I don't know what else you expect from me.
4: I I would like to uh, just throw in there that as soon as Solonar's done with his shower and like changing into clean clothes, that he would go to the joust to see how Johannes does because he's confident he can get food there.
1: Wonderful. So you're going, so you're heading over to the joust, you said? Wonderful. So you're going to get there and see uh, Johannes and Koza trying to prep Snuffles. Who was not aware that there was going to have to be armor put on her face and is not, like, super thrilled about this.
3: It's okay, Snuffles. Don't worry. It makes you look even more fierce. If I, I mean, if that was even possible. Which it is. Because it one does. That,
1: the one that Johannes is trying to put on Snuffles looks like very basic, yet very well-made and attractive uh, horse armor. However, she keeps looking over at this really like terrifying, wicked looking one that seems to be made entirely of knives. Um like it's got like a sharp unicorn horn for stabbing.
4: As Solinar is like approaching and seeing Snuffles like side-eyeing this other horse, he's like, Wow, Snuffles, you're really looking like a bruiser there. Like you could probably kill a man with a headbutt.
1: Snuffles looks satisfied at this assessment. <laughs>
4: Oh, Solana. how's it going? Oh, you know, pretty good, feeling better. Did you know that standing in a shower is kind of like a slow waterfall?
3: I, I have no idea. I mean, I've never been to a fast waterfall before. Everyone oh. I've ever been to have been the slow ones inside buildings.
4: Oh oh I definitely recommend it's it's really good for endurance training. It really gets it really gets the old blood pumping to stand underneath a natural waterfall for a little bit. Oh I thought you were saying
3: to swim up it.
4: Oh that that's probably too intense. I'm I'm no salmon. Hmm. Um but it's I tell you what, it's refreshing to stand under a waterfall. And this shower was very similarly refreshing.
3: Oh well that's good news. So, what do you think about uh, uh, Koza drew the heraldry?
4: Oh, that actually looks, that looks really nice. I know, I thought it was real blood. Yeah, I kind of got that impression myself. Where did you guys get paint that's quite that goopy?
2: Johannes, where did you get this paint? Oh, I went to, I went to uh, the butchers and I said, hey, I need some paint. (laughs) Oh. Ah. Koza just goes a little pale.
4: Okay, well, um, it's very appropriate for Snuffles, for sure. What
3: does Snuffle do, Winnie?
1: Snuffles looks very satisfied and calm, um, and sort of snorts in, like, Yes, I am wonderful and glorious. Okay. Gaze upon my flanks.
3: Let me take the, la- the last bit of this and let me, do the, let me do the eyes. Just some
1: little... Are you doing, like, little war paint under her eyes? Yeah, of course. That's, that's delightful. So as everybody is sort of getting, getting ready to go and th- and the, the horn, the trumpets begin to announce the joust, uh, you guys notice June, uh, walking up to all of you. Hey, um, are you guys ready to go? Oh, we have a... Wonderful. So, uh, Johannes, do you want me to show your friends where they can get a good seat so you can get ready and prepped?
3: Yes. I think that would be for the best.
1: Awesome. Just go ahead and follow Breland and Argent, and they'll show you where to go, and you guys can come with me.
3: Well, you guys, when, when you guys head out, Johannes goes up to Snuffles, and he's like, time to do the pre-jousting routine. And he starts going through yoga forms, he's just like, hail the sun, be the hydra,
1: snake through the grass, into the aardvark. As Johannes is doing his very elaborate yoga routine, you guys, he just snuffles, like, lifts up one leg and just kind of waits. And then she lifts up the other leg and just kind of waits. And then she puts her head, sticks her head up and she puts her head down. Like, she's trying very much to, like, match Johannes's energy and yoga power. But I- she's also a horse and her joints don't quite move the same way.
3: I was either, I was like, she's either doing yoga with Johannes or she's levitating. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, she's, wow. see, what you don't understand is that Snuffles has reached such a level of like spiritual power that if she meditates, she floats.
3: I, I, I knew this. I, you say don't realize, but we all, I think we all knew. We were um, all ready. Yeah, so, so Johannes goes through the forms and then he gets up and he's like, uh, when he, when he gets up, he's like, uh, He's like, wildebeest potting the reeds
1: at the river. Okay, Snuffles. I need like a yoga book to come out that explains what these positions are. And like, I I have several questions.
3: You've gotten to look into my sacred yoga before jousting routine, Snuffles. Don't worry, never put that in a book. This is sacred.
0: Yoga with Johannes should be a Patreon exclusive ebook.
3: Oh, my gosh.
1: Also,
4: it should be spelled (laughs) J-O-G-A. Yeah, I was going to say, you're with Johannes, yeah.
1: (laughs) June is going to lead all of you to a bench right by the fence of the jousting area, so you guys are right up in the action. Johannes is mounted upon Snuffles and ready to represent not only his family, but the team. Boat is on his way with Leandros to a tavern for uh, libation and the discussion of gains. And Alina and Cole seem to be really just kind of going ham on the festival food and honestly having a much-needed respite from all of you.
2: Brandon, are you with us? Or are you
3: against us? Oh, no. As we
1: move the planchette around the Ouija board, Brandon, are you with us here?